Hey, good morning, listeners. Uh, wanted to let you guys know today's episode was a bit of a weird one. We had some pretty major technolo- technological difficulties this episode. Um, so there's going to be some periods where you guys uh, get to hear all the areas of the podcast where uh, shit got fucked up. So um, sorry in advance, uh, but uh, hope you enjoy. Thanks. Honestly, Jay, you probably celebrate Tom Jones' entire catalog. Jay. Love Tom Jones. I mean, who doesn't? Tom Jones. Who doesn't? Do you know? Why? One time at a barbecue a couple years ago, I put What's New Pussycat whoa, on the whoa, barbecue whoa. playlist 39 times. 39? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. That song fucking slaps, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My flow is in the pockets like wallets. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcoholics. <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing it. <laughs> but you guys know I know a lot of it. <sighs> got that one. Jesus. For the listeners, this is the this is the third time that we've heard Nikki utter that verse because my computer continues to crash. So this is going to be super interesting. If we if we get through this episode, it's going to be a god darn miracle, you know? It's going to be a miracle. Um, oh god, we had so much good miracle stuff on on 34th Street, dude. Oh boy. That's kind of a white people movie, so like I don't know how much of our audience listens to that. Or what? Kind of? <laughs> kind of? Listen, at this point, 90% of the audience are your friends, so I think they're, we're going to be in good company with them. Hey, man. Miracle on 30. Sorry, that I, sorry that I bring the crowd. I'm okay with them. Listen, they're man. Here. We okay. uh, appreciate it. I, I was telling Lauren today, I, I get some people um, every so often when I post Nikki's story, or uh, when I post Nikki's post from the gram to my story. People will respond and be like, ha this is hilarious. And then I go look like later on and I'm like, they haven't followed the damn pod on the gram, on the grom. You know what I'm saying? On the grom. And I'm going to now, when they start messaging me that, I'm going to be like, follow the fucking podcast. Follow follow that shit. Go follow the gram. Don't send me, <laughs> this is hilarious. Follow it. Yeah, it fucking is. Now go follow it if you want to see more funny shit. Stop depending on me to post it on my story. I post it on my Make story. Make me famous. Say, <laughs> this is hilarious. And fucking mash that follow button. <laughs> mash I want Nikki to be famous button. because I'm, I'm, I'm going to start watching button. Entourage again and I need Nikki to become famous so I can be part of Nikki's Entourage. <laughs> I just want to let yes. you know. If, Please do. If, Let's all do it. My ideal crazy famous and rich life, max 10 years and then I'm retiring. I'm just going to try to save up a whole lot of money and then call it quits. And then I'm going to go to my true calling, That's being dumb, a real man. housewife. You got to live, dude, if you're going to just do it for 10 years, you got to live hard and fast and spend all your money. <laughs> no. Nikki, I would advise you against that. I would advise you against that pretty strongly. Um, and also, to be clear, you probably make more money as a housewife. So, Boom. The housewife so Bravo shows bank. run forever, forever, forever. I don't um, like. Aren't there's like ten of those shows? Like who's watching? Probably. Nikki a lot is. Of <laughs> Nikki is. Nikki's a I big old housewife fan. for our society. I truly have not mm. seen that. Being show a being a fucking forever. gold digger can get you a fucking TV show, and people will watch that and admire you. Surprisingly, That's some of them fun. actually, their husbands are gold diggers. I want to be that husband. <laughs> Luann, where you at? I actually, that's the first oh, one who God. come to mind. I can only think of Luann, Nini, 
Bam. Who's the skinny vodka lady? Oh, yeah, there's a skinny... I don't know. It starts with a B? Brenda? I always I forget know. her name. I think you're right. Not a not a, oh, not a gold-digging man or woman sort of situation here, but y'all remember when Kevin Durant was engaged to Monica Wright? No. no. I did not know what? that was a thing. Oh, bro. Hold up. I dropped my phone. <laughs> I, I did I did not know that whatsoever. That's wild. Maybe I Hold, did. Hold, please. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need a date on this one because I don't believe you. This was like circa 2013. Mm. Interesting. Kevin Durant engaged. Huh. Wait, what did I say? Did I say 2017 because it was 2013? No, you said thirteen. No, yeah. you said two thousand. Yeah. Okay, well, I was just being clear. Good call. Wow. Yeah, they uh, they were engaged on July seventh, two thousand thirteen. Wow. They broke it off though. Yeah. Obviously, Dang. that makes sense. You know, they're not married. It's seven years later, and they're not married. No. Dang. Long engagement, maybe. Mm, it happens. Um, that's what happened on the office. Yep. Um, anywho. Um, I think we should probably just jump into things. Yeah, yeah. just so things uh, yeah, don't go I'm bad. Not, I'm, I'm okay with it. For, uh, I know we'll I'm be able to get some. Today. We'll be able to get some banter in throughout the the whole whole episode. I know that. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Welcome back, y'all. This is NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit mostly. We just talk a lot of shit. Uh, I'm your host Jay Keyless. Uh, this is episode 130 of the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk a lot of shit. Um, we're just trying to get through this so that our computers don't crash today. Woo-woo. Um. <laughs> my brother oh you know what i decided like michael jordan i'm gonna refer to everybody by their full name nikki keelas okay uh, introduce yourself nikki hi Keyless. i'm nikki keelas aka tyrus thomas the tank engine <laughs> Boom. See, and i forgot mine now by we've gone through all these fucking things <laughs> Fuck me, i don't have a good one and that was good i like that that was good bob, bob asked me to t- say yeah. that uh nikki keelas aka the big old women from san antonio <laughs> That's what he liked me to they say. Like to eat, they like to eat their churros, bro. Yeah, dude, I love a churro. Oh god, who doesn't, dude? Nice little shoe pastry. Shine me up, Tad Hall. Introduce yourself, Tad Hall. Hey, it's Tad Hall, <laughs> aka aka Jake Keelis, aka the host dude. of NBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm gonna come up back. with one. I'm gonna have one like mid episode. Right. It, yeah. If it comes to you, just he's well, just gonna he's gonna it. interrupt us like midway through our thought. <laughs> Guys, I got it. <laughs> Guys, it's this. Uh, um, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> Nikki, let's go ahead and take ourselves to the 2006-2007 season. For the listeners, if you recall, we've been running through every season since Michael Jordan retired, which, to be fair, we started doing this before The Last Dance, so... We're the best. We're kind of the trendsetters here, you know what I mean? Are we ahead of the curve? Maybe I should put some money on this in the stock market. No, we're not trying or to get ahead of the curve, on black. We're, flat, we're flattening the curve. Flatten the curve. Flatten, Flatten the, the curve. curve. Like the earth. No. All right, Kyrie. <laughs> <clears throat> aka Kyrie so, swerving you know what I'm saying swerving Ooh, not you cause you're not drinking dude yeah there was a there was a Sober. kid in my frat his name was Irvin uh, and we used to call him Swerving Irvin that's was, cool Irvin was a wild, wild card 
Wild card. Wow. Wild card, bitches. Yeehaw. He he uh he came to college uh where he would wear like cardigans and glasses and shit and he graduated doing steroids and like just being like this fucking juiced out of his mind, dude. Wow. Uh, yeah. Now he lives in Dallas and uh he posts wild Snapchat and Instagram stories. It's <laughs> something else. Shouts to you, Urban. What a guy you are, brother. Dallas. Shouts Shouts that guy is. Dallas. Urban. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Dallas. Um <clears throat> Nikki. Take us to 2006, 2007. All right. Please. July 12th, 2006. In the race to their first NBA title, the chosen one, LeBron James lost out to banana boat buddy Dwayne Wade. And to show their appreciation, the Heat signed them for four years. July 16th, 2006, and I meant to say July 13th, 2006, Big Ben Wallace decided to switch gears as he leaves the Motor City for the Windy City. August 4th, 2006, Ricky Bobby teaches the nation that if you're not first, you're last. And King James and the Cavaliers understood this message as they looked to change their last place ways by picking up some beasts. I'm talking August 18th, 2006, signing Scott Pollard and trading for Eddie Baston. Beasts. September 5th, 2006, signing David Wesley. Beast. October 13th, 2006, making a trade for the Dwayne Jones. Beast. Speaking of beasts, the 06 draft had a few, except for the top five, because the only beast was Lamarcus Aldridge, picked second by the Bulls. Beast. But they traded him away for the fourth pick. Oops. Top five picks for that draft was Andrea Bargnani at one, LaMarcus at two, Adam Morrison at three, Tyrus Thomas at four, Sheldon Williams at five. A couple other beasts we have. Number six, Brandon Roy. Number seven, Randy Foyer. Eight, Rudy Gay. Eleven, Tad, can you guess who it is? Alan Ray. Uh, How dare you? It's J.J. Redick at the 11th pick. 13th. Oh, I Babo forgot what draft we were talking about. <laughs> 21st, we got Rajon Rondo. The 24th pick was Mr. Thick, Kyle Lowry. Lowry, I almost said. <laughs> 35th pick was uh, Sneaker King, PJ Tucker. And 47th overall, Paul Millsap. Wait, where did Alan Ray go in this draft? Because, fun fact, him, Randy Foy, and Kyle Lowry all played together at Villanova. Interesting. I don't know. I didn't look him up because he didn't have as good of a career as the rest of the guys I just said. But I can no, do that. No, he, he, he had a terrible career. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Anyways, back to you, Jay. Yeah. Uh, also, Kyle Lowry seasoning. Shout out to our boy Matt. Yes. Uh, Shout for out making to that one up a couple years back. That is that was his go-to. That's such um, low-hanging fruit. That doesn't even count, man. I mean, shout no, out it's Matt. a great bit. It's a great shh, bit. It's the the original of the NBA yeah. pod, sir. The seat that you filled, the shoes, the big shoes that you had to fill, the big pink shoes, by the way. Most yeah, he wore. He liked pink gym shoes. You know, so really? here we are. I'm pretty sure I've been on more episodes than him. At this point, yeah. At this point, yeah, yeah. At this, At point, this point, this is like this is like when. Uh, I think like we're sort of in a situation like Fresh Prince where you I was look, literally just about to say <laughs> you look back and like you remember like the new Aunt Viv yeah. way more than the original. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. me. I'm new. Yeah, Aunt, I'm new Aunt Viv. You're new Aunt Viv. Uh, <laughs> Although I mean, my favorite like, episode. If we're being completely is. honest, I'm I'm probably the Carlton of this podcast, but <laughs> definitely, definitely, yes. no question, no question, hundred um, percent. I do love Tom Jones. Of course, uh, who doesn't? Uh, 
Honestly, Jay, you probably celebrate Tom Jones' entire catalog. Jay. Love Tom Jones. I mean, who love doesn't? Tom Jones. Who doesn't? Do you know? Why? One time at a barbecue a couple years ago, I put What's New Pussycat whoa, on the whoa, barbecue whoa. playlist 39 times. 39? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. That song fucking slaps, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, the name, that's whoa, the name of the title. Whoa, whoa, What's New Pussycat whoa. Slaps. <laughs> Yeah, that song slaps. Um, anywho, the toe tapper, knee slapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh god, I'm doing it right now. Um, god, I forgot how terrible that draft was. Like, uh, it's not I'm really. Sorry, did you hear who got picked at eleven? Really bad. Do you hear who got picked at? Do you hear who got picked at eleven? You bite your tongue, JJ Reddick. If you redraft, if you redraft that, JJ Reddick's probably the third overall pick. No, Fifth, one maybe. Number Look, one. there's no. He's not one. Well, ahead of him, you're at least gonna have number, Lamarcus, number Paul Millsap, Kyle Lowry, and I'm maybe Rajon Rondo. Right? Maybe? Uh, no, I wouldn't go Rajon. No, Rondo. I, I think Rajon Rondo is like historically overrated. Yeah, I guess like, that's true. Really, really overrated. I disagree. Make your case. I think Rondo is uh, pretty accurately rated. I don't think people overrate him. I think he's remembered in a certain light from playing with those Celtics teams that is like overshadowed his entirety, the entirety of his career. You know what? About five years ago, I would have agreed with you. He played very no, well with the, the Pelicans for a long time now. He dragged the Bulls uh, to that through that series against the Celtics. That was sure, all him, him until he got injured. Um, he has he has some very good Rondo, moments. Rondo was good. He was always good, and like I think like he did get a little overrated at a time when he was playing with those guys in Boston. Having said that, I don't think anybody overrates him anymore. I think people give him. I think people properly rate him. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't know I think like his peak people are just like fucking Rondo man like he was incredible he but was he was though like, dude he saw the stretch. floor so well like yes he's playing with three Hall of Famers but my. God, was he great at setting his teammates up. There's a play that I love. You can look this up on YouTube. It's like a 20-second YouTube clip. He drives the lane, and he throws a no-look behind the back or behind the head pass to a wide-open Ray Allen on the wing who just bangs a three. Like, oh, I saw it last night. I saw it last were night. Were you watching that game specifically? No. Um, freaking, I was watching details, that Kobe stuff on ESPN+, Plus, mm. and he did an episode on... Uh, on Dame Lillard. He did it opposite on Dame Lillard. And what he does is like, he'll like go through tape of a specific player. And at the end, he'll say, this guy should watch this guy to improve on this part of his game. And he was talking about how like Dame Lillard is a really good penetrator and like really good at like creating space off the dribble. But like, (laughs) you made it weird. Uh, But uh, he said, like, he can improve his passing, especially, like, off the pick and roll and, like, who he should watch is Rajon Rondo. He said, like, he said Giannis should watch Scottie Pippen because Scottie Pippen would, like, cover, like, cover the the ball handler on the pick and roll, but then would also get back to his position to cover the the roller. Like, and then I think, um, who did he say? He said, um, fuck, I'm trying to think. Oh, Kawhi. Kawhi was the other one. He said Kawhi needed to watch Tracy McGrady to take some of the stuff from like his game, from like his ability to like back people down and shoot over both shoulders at like the you know turnaround jumpers, shit like that. It's fucking fascinating for the basketball people out there who love like really diving into the X's and O's. That details shit is 
it's literally changing the way that I'm watching games recently. Cause like now I'm looking for like, I'm looking for spacing. I'm looking for like passes. I'm looking for like cuts and all these things that I always forget to look at. Cause I'm just fucking staring at the ball. Um, it's been really, really fun to watch. Mm. Highly recommend. I'm out. I, I do want to listen, uh, watch that. That does actually look like it would be cool. Yeah. I think I'll watch it. Thank you. It's great. Um, also in that draft is arguably the ugliest player in the history of the NBA and Sheldon Williams, who also is married to and impregnated or was married to, I think, uh, I think they got divorced to Candace Parker, who is gorgeous, beautiful lady, beautiful woman. Hey, shoot, shoot uh, or shoot. Not sure how he got that one. I, shit. I, shoot congratulations, shot. Sheldon. You got her pregnant. She's going to be paying your bills forever, <laughs> dude. California's got them laws, son. She, you're going to be like fucking, <laughs> uh, you're going to be like fucking Tom Arnold, dude. Congratulations, bro. Really proud of you. Neither, neither you parent, you neither parent will receive child support payments from the other. She oh. agreed. There's agreed to a one-time payment of four hundred thousand dollars, as opposed to ongoing spousal support for Williams upon finalizing the divorce. Wow. Way to go, Candace. That's smart. Yeah, that's I mean, that University of Tennessee I'm not, education. I'm, not, I'm honestly not gonna give. Candace Parker that much credit because Sheldon Williams is one of the ugliest fucking men I've ever seen in my entire life and she married him <laughs> and not only did she marry him but she let him put a baby inside her and they're going to have one ugly ass <laughs> child they're going to have a child that in that in certain light looks really attractive and in another light looks hideous because it's the, it's the <laughs> combined genes of Candace Parker who is by all accounts attractive and Sheldon Williams who by all accounts is fucking hideous he has the weirdest fucking face. It's crazy. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Like, why are all it's, your face faces? He looks like an alien. So close together. He looks like he looks like he looks like the Koopa Trooper from the fucking Mario uh, Luigi movie. Yeah, his head Super Mario his Bros. Head is too big for where his eyes, nose, and mouth are. <laughs> There's, it's so weird. It's, it's just, like his it's like his nose is like sucking his face in. That's what it looks like, what it looks like is just do you. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a minute to process it's, what it's, you just said. It's, it's, like, <laughs> literally, you remember, his nose is like a... Oh, God. Did you ever play uh, Super Mario 64? Yes. I know exactly sure. what you're about to say. Anyone? Yeah, and at the beginning of the game, like you could take the little hand and like pull Mario's nose and like stretch his face out and stuff. It looks like you fucking stretched his face out. That's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, this fucking head, his eyebrows to the top of his hairline is preposterous. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. He looks like he just, he looks like he just finished a 12 round boxing match. That's what he looks like. I'm sorry. I hate saying this. What he looks like is like the step in evolution prior to like what <laughs> Like when he dies, they're gonna Williams. find his skull and they're gonna be Neanderthal. like the missing link. <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon Williams. Just Sheldon Williams, though. I really liked him when he was a Duke man. I did too. He was, I was good. A fan. Um, yeah, he was. You know, he just didn't fit in the NBA. Couldn't do no. much except for play defense. Just way too high, highly drafted for a guy who was only gonna grab rebounds and play defense. Just and and good, not great defense. Yeah. Um, that Lamarcus Aldridge pick slash trade will haunt me for the rest of my life. It's the most disappointing thing. It's another one of those cases of like a guy has a really good March Madness run and is like crazy athletic, like jumps off the chart, and everybody's like, "Yeah, well, you gotta go with that guy. He's got potential. Look at all that athletic potential." 
This was Bulls the wanted, potential. Bulls wanted a potential. defensive potential player. Period. They were trying to change. They were trying to change the team, the team mindset at the time. So they wanted they wanted a gritty, hard defensive Baby player, Bulls. not Lamarcus Aldridge with his pretty with his pretty hook shots yep. and his pretty uh, elbow jumpers and you know his really refined finesse offensive game that you know has led him to still be playing in the league at uh, thirty eight year or thirty six years of age. You know, so I mean, you know, whatever. Goddamn, Marcus Aldridge is thirty six. Yeah, he really thirty six. Me, that's holy shit, dude. That's crazy. I guess that makes wow. sense, though. I think he's actually yeah. thirty. I think he's actually thirty-three. He's basically. Yeah, I was gonna say that makes 30, more he's sense. Thir- he's thirty-four. He's thirty-four. Okay. okay, that makes a little bit more. Yeah. sense. Still, man, it, it's still. still. So th- does that make JJ Redick thirty-five? Probably. Uh, JJ Redick is thirty-five or thirty-six. Yeah. I'll tell you the- Wow. I should know that off the top of my head. So, thirty-five. He's so yeah. handsome. Thirty-five. Yeah, he'll so be thirty. Handsome. He'll be thirty-six in June. I knew mm. his birthday was. In- yeah. Okay. Well. Um, let's get into the rundown, shall we, boys? So this is an interesting season. The first thing I wanted to talk about was, um, this was the season that Allen Iverson was traded from, uh, the 76ers to the Denver Nuggets, um, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty meaningful trade, um, at that point in time, um, a guy who had sowed his roots in Philly, took them to a championship, um, and they just decided at this point to just blow it up. Um, what do you guys remember from the AI in Denver time? He really he was only there for about two and a half seasons. I remember that team just outscoring. You know, truly, everyone. I don't remember all that no much. Yeah, I remember him kind of like just. Yeah, no defense whatsoever. But like, I, I, yeah, I just rem- they were. Uh oh. Oh, I can hear all you guys. Something's happening. <laughs> I can't hear Tad. Yeah, I mean, you guys are frozen on. You guys are frozen. Yeah, you, you guys are frozen. Now? We can too. hear you now. So but you weird. are frozen. You, you guys, guys are frozen. <laughs> oh, now you're back. Wait, you're back, Tad. You no. might be back. Nikki's definitely frozen. Am I? Am I back? I can hear no, Nikki fine. You're... I can hear both of you. I can hear both um, of you. Okay, now both of you guys are moving again. Oh, cool. Uh, Nikki's moving. Jay, you are not. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stop can recording. You at least? Same. Don't. No, 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 no. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> I'm resuming. I didn't. What? I didn't stop. I did. Okay, everybody back? Okay. Back. Oh, lordy. Everybody um, back? Yeah, I mean, look. Okay, the Nuggets teams. I'm back. <laughs> can you hear me? Is everybody back? God damn. Yes. Yeah, I can hear you guys now. I, I can hear you, hear you too. Like what, what or can everybody hear everybody? This is the worst podcast we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear I can hear everybody. I just didn't think the video I, So here's the thing. I can hear <laughs> you guys. Um, okay, here's the thing. I can hear you guys, but it's drastically Same. delayed. It, or it isn't right now, but it was. Like, like it's like mm-hmm. I. I, I, just gotta, I can hear you guys now. Is unstable. No, I just got the same thing. Ooh, ooh. 
I had one of those earlier. The internet is failing us. The world is yeah, failing I'm us. Yeah, I'm good to go. It's working. Everybody's still recording. I, a lot of people are just going to hear a lot of like, I think we're working. I think this works. I don't know. This, this, this has been the toughest podcast through. we've ever done, but we're going to get through hey, it. Tough times sorry for all the weirdness. Do. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. We're tough, right? Yeah. And I so, think the billionaires we, should pay We were for talking about AI. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, we were talking about AI in Denver. What do you guys remember about AI? Dude, I just in remember that every Denver. fucking game was a track meet. Like all they did, like Carmelo would score thirty and AI would score twenty five a game, and they played no fucking defense. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, what's really interesting? I was listening to a podcast the other day about the most overrated players in NBA history, and they talked about Allen Iverson. And they mentioned that Denver was actually his period in Denver as an individual was his most efficient two seasons as a basketball player in his entire career. Insane! It is the only time in his career where he was close to efficient. (laughs) Because I was I was gonna say efficient, but he he was not. It's true. Like he was still he still shot like forty three percent. He wasn't great. Uh, he shot 45%. How dare oh, you say really? only 43? And he shot 35% from three. Carmelo Anthony only shot 27% from three this season. They both, Allen Iverson averaged 24.8 and Carmelo Anthony averaged 28.9. Just two, them two, just hucking and checking. Oh, and they also had J.R. Smith. Hucking, chucking football. Just, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh man his uh yeah i mean this was it's it's crazy to think like these were his most efficient seasons and like they were they were good like they made the playoffs but it it was just it's just it wasn't a good fit and it was so Mm. clear when they traded for chauncey a couple years later that like oh we were missing a guy who was actually going to play make as opposed to a secondary score like we needed a guy who could get his own shot but most importantly could get other guys his shot i was watching a game earlier today and I got to say, and I know this isn't like a, a substantial statement, but Carmelo has to have quite possibly the most disappointing career in his sure. recent memory. Oh yeah. Like when you really think about like the potential of what he was when he came in to the league and what he inevitably became. And honestly, it all went downhill when he goes to New York, but man, those early Denver years, man, been good. Mother fuck dude. I mean, he could score at all three levels he could get to the basket at like at will. And this was one of those trades where you're like, oh, great. Melo finally has his piece. He's ahead of schedule in comparison to LeBron. Because you look at the LeBron team for this year, which we'll talk about them later. You have this team that's like on paper is far better than than that LeBron team. But man, dude, like Melo's just like I'm just severely disappointed by his career overall. There was um during the redraftables, um, Bill Simmons was interviewing um um, Chad Ford and Chad Ford was talking about how when he was doing NBA draft coverage, um, Carmelo's agents had to ask him not to report on one of his workouts because it was like incredibly clear that a Carmelo had kind of taken the off season off, um, and was like out of shape and like, wasn't really doing drills and like, wasn't really, in it whereas you know Darko was like killing workouts 
And like, look, at the end of his career, it, like Melo turned out much better. But at the same time, like the characteristics of that draft workout and the way that he approached it, they kind of carried him through his entire career. When you really, yeah. like, when you really break that it down, season, they averaged as a team one hundred and five point four points per game, which was good for uh, third best uh, in the league. <clears throat> they gave up one hundred and three point seven points per game, which was good for twenty sixth best in the league. <laughs> wow. Every game was a track meet. They played no fucking oh, defense, God. but they just scored so many fucking points. <laughs> that sounds like the Bulls of today. Yeah. So just that was a fun team. That was a George Carl team, too. Carmelo, right? yeah, George Carl was the Carmelo coach of that team. and Allen oh, Iverson. Man. I am on a mission. I am on a mission. Carmelo and AI hmm. averaged 41, almost 42 shots a game between the two. Ooh. They scored, Carmelo scored 29 a game. AI scored 25 a game. Shouts to my man Earl Boykins for being third on the team with 15. Yeah. Uh, J.R. Smith <laughs> with 13 and Andre Miller with 13 points a game. How was this team not better? They Dude, you had, no you defense. Had, you you had, said You it. had Marcus Camby going no, out and getting too. 11 and 12 a night. You had Kenyon Martin going out and getting you 10 and 10 a night. You had Carmelo getting you 29, grabbing six boards. Allen Iverson getting 25, handing out seven dimes and two steals. Marcus Camby was averaging 3.3 blocks. They had fucking Nene off the bench. Dude, why, how is this yeah. team not way better? No I, like, I remember like loving yeah. this. And that was I young. Like, that was early Nene, too. When, like, I kind of loved trash basketball. But like, <laughs> this team should have been so much fucking better. Holy shit. If they would have played <clears throat> mediocre defense, average defense, they'd have won a title. I mean, they're stacked. They really are. I mean, now the the team that ended up winning the Very title, the Spurs, is like, I mean, well, one yeah. just a better coach team in general. I mean, look, there's no like George Carl's no slouch. Like George Carl's taking teams to the finals, taking teams to the. Uh, conference finals on multiple occasions like is i mean the only bad really the only like stain on his coaching record in terms of just like a bad stop was when he went to sacramento but other than that like well that was also walkie seattle denver like totally but he clashed with everybody everywhere every time he left a a city they hated him they were ready for him to leave like when he was in when he was in seattle him and gp like, and Sean Kemp had it out. When he went to Milwaukee, fucking Ray Allen was like, get him the fuck out of here. Denver, same shit. Like, and it's honestly, I don't even know if it was so much the players as it was the front office. Like, every front Not office that he dealt with was just like, I mean, he wrote about it in that book that he that he came out with a couple years ago. Like, he's a fucking pain in the ass. Though. That's the thing. I don't he give won. a fuck. Like, oh, if for you're sure. Player, Do you win championships? Zero. Nobody came pretty goddamn Zero. close. Went to mm. one finals. I think it's a one I think he's one of those coaches that number one, I think George Carl had a massive ego. Has a massive ego. Which clashes 100%. which which which, oh, which can clash sure. hard with your players for who sure. obviously also have massive egos. Yeah. But I also think George Carl was kind of a hard ass as a coach. He was a player's coach to a degree, but at the same time, like also like it's it's he's he's a weird there's a weird contrast of like George Carl. Uh but dude I just think like sometimes like I think NBA players are are sometimes like almost like 
reticent to like do the things that it's like you need to do to win a fucking championship. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. A very long time. Yeah, and then just no, two I remember. Years, just I remember him years most in, uh, as the head coach Seattle. in Denver. Was it just two years at a? Uh, yeah, in Sacramento, and then he was done. Two years in Sacramento. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years in Seattle. Only five years in Milwaukee, and then like yeah, I remember a him really as really the long Denver time coach. in Denver from from '04 to yeah, that's what I remember. '04 to 2013. I mean, it's a deal, long man. stretch. Like he's ahead of Phil Jackson and Larry Brown for all time wins. Yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of wins. Really? He's an interesting he's one because he's like he's six. He's another one wins. of those rare coaches that won Coach of the Year and then got that's fired. That's not that rare. Oh I yeah, feel like I feel like that happens a lot. Wow. He's done it. Um, Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey. There was someone else recently too. Who else? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, Dwayne Casey is no, the most recent no, one. I know Dwayne Casey. Else. I don't know. I can't think of anybody else who would, who has done it. One second, I'm googling. You Google that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember him mostly as a Denver coach as well. Um, I, I was, I mean, Five I was shocked by this fired trade, after and I was really excited award. for this team. I also remember. I believe Avery, jo- Avery Johnson was fired after winning it. Go. Number one. I did not know that. Yep. In when they won 66 Dallas? games and lost to the Warriors. Interesting. Mm. Which is wild because yeah, this game they lost, they won 67 games. Sorry, they, they, won, they won 60 games. He got fired after. Oh, no, no, no. Yep, this is it. He was fired after they got beat by Oh no no no! It was the season afterwards, but either well, no, yeah okay yeah e- either way he got fired after winning the one. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, going, who else got Avery Johnson, George Carl, Dwayne Casey? It's taking a long time to load. My internet must be fucking terrible. There must be something going on with Chicago internet. Yeah. It's... I ha- it, uh, yeah. I mean that has to explain What's why my computer my crashed four times before we started recording. You live in L.A.? Okay. L.A. Well, since we're on the topic, Tad brought up the next topic on the agenda today, which is the We Believe Warriors. We Believe, we believe Warriors. I thought, you said the, I thought you said the Weebly. One like of... The Weebles Wobbles, but they don't fall down. Weebles, weebles wobbles, oh, but they we don't fall down. Wobble with it, wobble uh, no, the with We Believe Warriors, guys. Yeah, that's also one. Yeah. Same. Lauren and I oh, were I talking about song. it the other day, and I was like, that song I was that so song. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just not going to I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not going to touch it, because it came out when I was a junior in college. I'm pretty sure that was, was my, my first It was the bane of my existence old. for most of my... Oh. Oh, I am old. I am old. Um... Let's talk about the We Believe Warriors <laughs> and not my age. Uh, this team dope as was hell. So fun. They were a lot of fun. I, um, so fun. I watched the game the other night when they when they beat Dallas in the first round. And for the listeners who don't remember, the We Believe Warriors were the team that took Golden State to the playoffs for the first time in 13 seasons. Um, a team Jack. led by Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, Monte Ellis, Steven Jackson. You've got a young Al Harrington, an even younger Monte Ellis. Jason Richardson. Andres <laughs> if anybody's into that. Jason, Slam a young Jason Richardson, a fucking Jason incredibly Richardson. athletic yes, Jason sir. Richardson. 
knocking down three pointers. This was a team that was Ooh, actually sorry, guys. really bad Mike for Dunleavy. most of the season, then had a late season surge to make the playoffs. They okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. They started the season with Mike Dunleavy. Do you guys remember who they traded Mike Dunleavy for? Any any guesses? Any guesses? Nah, I can't think of who that is. No, no. They traded. They traded Mike Dunleavy, and I think the other For gentleman was Foyle? Troy Cardinal, maybe. Uh, to no, 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 no. Stephen Jackson, Indiana uh, for Stephen Jackson yeah, and Al Harrington. Yes. Now, for the listeners, if you remember from our past episodes. Indiana had the malice of the palace a couple years prior. Al Harrington and Stephen Jackson were both a part of that team and both a part of the fight, Stephen Jackson primarily. Um, and Indiana decided, we're going to clean up our image here. We're going to go get two really, really good shooting white guys that Indiana will embrace uh, since Stephen Jackson punched somebody in the face. He punched Detroit um, in the face. What? So. Good, good rhyme, Jay. They, listen, listen. I'm sure they appreciate it for what it was. So they decided they were going to trade these two away for uh, improved shooting for the future of the Indiana Pacers in arguably one of the most lopsided trades in recent memory. Because when you look at that trade, Troy Murphy and fucking uh, Mike, Dunleavy. Uh, 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 Mike Dunleavy for Stephen Jackson Al and, uh, and fucking weird. Al Harrington, um, this, this team was so much fun and like played small ball in a way that's like very reminiscent of the way that people play today it's, it was a really really fun team um well what else do you guys remember about the we believe warriors i remember monte ellis and yeah monte yeah. monte yeah. ellis most improved player i would put on the same level as Dwayne Wade. the only difference the only difference between Dwayne um, Wade and monte ellis is it is three championships but when it comes to Competing, playing hard every night on both ends. Monte Ellis have it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. You know that. You I was know like, that, where is this going? And then says. I realized, oh, oh Monte Ellis oh, said Yeah, in oh, an interview, I've he was it. playing for the Bucks. I've seen it. Oh, yeah, in an interview. Competing, playing, both <sighs> ends. Monte Ellis have it all. <laughs> Both fans, my my ass, dude. Monte Ellis was a terrible defender, but yeah. could shoot and could score at will. Know where, you, was you know phenomenal. Was a phenomenal scorer. I'm trying to think. He didn't. He went to Lanier High School. He didn't. Yeah. I didn't know he went to Lanier. I don't know what that is. Can you explain that That's to me cool. and any other listener who wouldn't know what that is? Oh, Laney. That's where Michael Jordan went to high school. He's near Lanier. I know. I was like, I don't know what that is. I did. Oh, he, he did, did say linear, and I, I said was going to correct you, but Nick and I thought it was the same thing for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. Um, I'm trying to think of who Monta Ellis is in today's mm-hmm. NBA. Like, who's today's Monta Ellis? Tough question. <laughs> Borderline All Star score. CJ McCollum. No defense. Nah, CJ. CJ gets nah, CJ, He's a bad defender. He yeah, tries. He just, yeah. Okay, so we need. Yeah, he's a bad defender. Try. He's also, and he also has a better playmaker. Not that good at playmaking. I was gonna say Kyle Jordan Kuzma. Clarkson, but that feels like a slight. Which is kind of an insult to Monte Ellis. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was thinking somebody in the same position. <laughs> a little but, bit because Kyle Kuzma well, I mean, wishes Monte he could score. Yeah, Monte Ellis. Yeah. Uh, who's a good? He's a point guard. 
Evan Fournier. He's like a point guard slash shooting guard. He was a shooting guard. Mont- Monte Ellis oh, was a shooting yeah. guard. Oh, yeah. Evan Fournier yeah, is not a bad a one. He was a short shooting guard. Oh, yeah, wait, he was one of wait. those combo guards. I know it. Zach Levine. Um, Ooh. <laughs> That's literally it. Oh. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're right. He's still my beating heart. See, this oh, is God. this is why this is why the Bulls have to trade Zach Levine. I'm gonna. Uh, wow. Hold, hold on, the, man. I, I maintain that the Bulls have to trade him. Yeah, that's. You might. I bet. I, are you gonna do a player comparison? Because right. you might be 100 percent right. right. Yeah, your boys doing. Your boys doing a, a player. I'm sure. He's, he's very right. Yeah. Oof, that was a hit. Uh, yeah, he's right. That's not a great feeling. That's a good one. Wait, here, look. Zach Levine's coming off his contract in two years. Mm-hmm. Next year, they have to trade him. Like, 100%. Yeah. They have to get him off the books. Because our salary cap is all yeah, kind of fucked up. If we can get him off the books and send him somewhere else, then we can... Yeah. I mean, and him. It was him and... We we ate up Otto Porter's contract, and then Jabari Parker, too. That was, that was terrible. stupid. Do you, okay, oh, no, that on, was a plus one, on. so it was you only really wanna... for one season. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Monte Ellis, points per game, career. Uh, 17.8. Zach Levine, points per game, career. 17.7. Monte Ellis, point, pa- personal fouls per game, oh, 2.3. No. Zach Levine, 2.2. Monte Ellis, turnovers per game, 2.7. Zach Levine, <laughs> 2.5. Blocks per game, 0.3. Steals per game, Monte Ellis, 1.7. Zach Levine, 1. Uh, re or assist four point six for Monte Ellis, three point six for Zach Levine. Uh, rebounds three point five for Monte Ellis, three point six for Zach Levine. Defensive rebounds two point eight for Monte Ellis, three point two for Zach Levine. Offensive rebounds point six for Monte Ellis, point five for Zach Levine. Uh, two point percentage forty eight point two percent from the floor for Monte Ellis, forty eight point four percent for Zach Levine. This this is actually insane. Oh they God. are the same player. Jesus, that's insane. They they both they they <laughs> I'm, averaged. I'm Monte sure the three point percentage made is six point nine field goals per game. Zach Levine made sixteen or six point four. Wow. Zach Levine shot. Oh, wow. Monte Ellis field goal wow. percentage forty five percent. Zach Levine forty four point seven percent. Dude, like this is the same player. I mean, that's upsetting. <laughs> It's eerie. Defense, defensive Ooh. rating. Are you listen to that Ellis Bulls fans. Won, uh, this is actually you want Monte Ellis on the team. Defensive rating: Monte Ellis one hundred and nine. Uh, Zach Levine one hundred and thirteen. Wow. Interesting, but that's usage, upsetting. Usage how rate, close that is. Usage rate: Monte Ellis twenty five percent. Zach Levine twenty six percent. Wow. These are that's like the best comparison. Damn near perfect. With. That's very upsetting. That's right on. That's spot on. I want to talk about another guy on that We Believe Warriors, which is Baron Davis. One of my favorite. Um, favorite I have very fond of memories of Baron yep. Davis. Hell yeah, dude! He's a guy like when he was in when he was in Charlotte was top five point guard in the league, and just like man, if that guy could have stayed healthy for the majority of his career, he just had so many nagging injuries. He got screwed the back, by the he knees, got screwed the by hamstrings, Elton like so many. That's also true. A lot of people don't remember that. He uh, he signed with the Clippers. Elton Brand was supposed yeah, to stay there, and he ended up going bullshit. to Philly. Um, and then he ended up he ended up just going to the Clippers and playing back home in L.A. on a team that really had no no chance of of really. Making I was any so sort pumped. I remember when he signed so with them, thinking Elton uh, Brand I, was going to stay man. there, and I was like, "Damn, the Clippers are going to be yeah. good." 
And then Baron and then, Davis languished in L.A. Yeah, dude. Languished. Yeah, it really sucks. It really sucks. I know he made he tried to make a comeback a couple years ago, I think, with the fucking Knicks or the Sixers, I think it was. I think he was playing with the 86ers. And uh, that was sad. It was yeah. sad to watch Baron Davis at he's that a, level. He is a he phenomenal was like, Twitter fan. Man, dude, he was way. so good. Oh, he nice. was so good. To know that. I don't follow. Oh, fantastic. He has I always been him. one of my... I love Baron Davis he so is, much. He is... What I, I found most interesting... Of the modern era, this excluding Russell. I'm talking like 2000s modern era. The most electrifying point guard I've ever seen play the game. Like of that time, yeah. Like of that he was, time he was always yeah. a blast to watch. And a lot of he, dude, he would he like, would go up like top, in, like he would in, go up top this... and just dunk on people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh easily, and he like didn't shy away from contact. Like the second round of this of this playoffs when they go up against Utah and he fucking slams it on Andre Kirilenko. Andre Kirilenko, by the way, was a defensive player of the year candidate for a long portion of his career like was seen as one of the better defensive players in the league and just fucking yams it on him like hard then he shows off his fucking his fucking back strap he lifts up his jersey and shit it's one of my favorite parts hmm. it's one of my favorite plays in, in nba history i fucking loved baron davis i loved baron davis i love this team <laughs> this makeup of guys al harrington who like was really good for the warriors for a long time jason richardson who was solid for them you know al harrington had a really long career was like Good in New York. I love uh, pretty solid Matt in Barnes, Indiana. Stephen Jackson trying um, to out crazy each other, playing real hard. Oh, such a blast! Oh man, dude, dude, they're is it their really? I haven't listened to fire, it. By the way, are we talking? Are you talking uh, knuckleheads? Oh, so good. I know. I didn't hear no, what knuckleheads you said. is Darius reading, Miles and Quinn Davis. Davis. I wasn't paying any attention um, to anything you guys said. <laughs> no. Oh. No, I said uh, yeah, Stephen Jackson really and good. Matt Barnes. Their podcast. It, I, uh, I am uh, subscribed all, to it. All the smoke. I just have not given it a listen yet. I am so good. I am so far behind on all my podcasts just because like there's just so much to listen oh, to so because people are putting out so much content right now. I honestly don't feel like I have the time to listen to it. Like it's it's like I used yeah. to listen to an episode of something on my morning commute, and then I'd listen to like an episode or two while I was at work, and then I'd listen to an episode on my way home. And it's like I don't have that like without right. that that shit baked into my day yeah. anymore. Like I just don't listen to stuff as much. Yeah, I usually would listen yeah, while I'm like doing oh, or chores like, or like watching dishes I listen and to shit. podcasts when I play video um, games. Is you ninety percent of the shit that's on the video games you don't have to hear what they're saying. Yeah, me too. Especially if you're playing two K. You guys listen to this podcast. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listen to every episode. Yeah, except the ones Absolutely. that I'm not on because I, I only like listening to the sound of my own voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I like to listen to it Same. because I want I mean, to hear the quality really of the sound and compare it to other podcasts. Um. Which the last two weeks. Apologies to the listeners. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Eddie. It has been a while lately. Anyways, what you gonna do? Can I offer something up real quick? Um, man, yeah. this team. This team. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save it for the end. Cool. Proceed. Okay. Um, this team. One, the Dallas team, like super disappointing. Uh, watching like, watching game. I think it was game six when they end up winning the series. They they like. They really figured out how to defend Dirk in a way that pretty much, like in the first half, I think he had, in the first quarter, he had two points. He was 0 for, 0 for 9 from the field, I think. Um, like just really bad. Like really, really bad. And they just like locked him down the whole game and really the whole, eh, most of the series. I mean, I think they held him to like 22 points a game, which like doesn't sound like they held him down, but like it's Dirk. Yeah, he won the MVP in this his year. MVP season, by the way. Like his one and only MVP season. Like, he was phenomenal. They were the best team in the West. They were supposed to go back to the championship. That's what everybody expected. And then they get upset, which the last time that this had happened was, like, 
the Matumbo fucking Nuggets, I think. Well, no, actually, this would have been the Knicks, the the Knicks of '99 during. The, but I don't really count that season because it was a mm, lockout short yeah. season. It was kind of a weird one. But they were an eight seed, and they they won in the first round, I think, against Miami. That is correct. We talked um, about it on this very podcast. You should remember. We should, I should we check those motherfucking tapes. Yeah, we talked I was gonna say check we talked tapes. about it. <laughs> oh wait, real quick. Um, anything else on um, Baron Davis I, yeah, or the about Weebly the Warriors? series we were just talking about? First of all. For the Warriors, Baron Davis was averaging 25 against this whole series against the Mavericks, and Steven Jackson was right behind him with 22.8. For the Mavericks, Dirk Nowitzki wasn't even the top scorer, like average it was. Uh, no, Jason Terry was third. Was Jason Terry? With 17. Dirk, yes. Dirk Nowitzki oh, Josh was 19.7. I'm pretty and sure Josh, Josh Howard, Howard averaged 21.8. 21.3. Very close. Yeah, that it's Ooh. they actually like... They really kind of like stopped Dirk Nowitzki this whole series. And that was a good team, like a really deep Mavericks team too, which makes this this Warriors win even more impressive. Like, I mean, granted, Don Nelson was their coach and he had just pre- pretty much wrapped up coaching the Mavs like two seasons prior. So, um he him and him and Mark Cuban had a very very ugly breakup. Um, he just like took that into the series and was like, "I'm gonna beat the fuck out of these guys. I can't fucking wait. I know exactly how all their all their guys play because I coached them forever, especially Dirk." And he basically just negated his game altogether. And this was one of the biggest upsets in recent memory, yeah. in, in really in NBA history. Um, this this we believe Warriors team. Um, the best part was Matt Barnes ended up joining the Warriors a couple years ago. Ended up getting his ring with the Warriors and kind of like brought it all together. Um. Matt Barnes had a, has yeah. had a Matt had Barnes a is a really very good, underrated player, like very good player as a guy you know why? because he worked fucking fuck hard. Yeah, dude. Like Se- went, you know. second round draft pick. Yeah, he just did all the dirty shit. He did all the shit that nobody wanted to do. He shot corner threes. He played really good defense, and like he was a decent playmaker. You know, a guy who was like second round draft pick out of UCLA, and like kind of a a, a a guy who like nobody really knows and like doesn't really do much, and and has a really long career because he just. One of those guys who just figured out a place where he could be an asset to a team. Yeah. And he just did this, that everywhere he went. He did it in Golden State. He did it in LA. He did it for the Clippers. He did it for Kings. Uh, 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 the fucking Magic. Like he did it in all these different places. The Kings. Like, yeah, it was a I mean, the Kings so. was kind of a weird period there. Yeah. Like he was there towards the end of his career. But like he just did, he just did his job in every place. Um, this was just such a fun team, do man. You, like just a, a pretty you know deep the, roster. You know the Mo um, story. With Matt Barnes? No. Uh, no. So he ha- he says like if if, Matt, if Mo Cheeks ever says something to him, he'll slap him in the face. He hates Mo Cheeks. So he was no. in Philly shortly after coming out of the D League, and Mo Cheeks would just always like just sort of ride him and like just would be like a dickhead to him all the time, right? And uh, he one day after practice, Matt Barnes was shooting, like, you know, trying to get some shots up, get some extra work in. Mo Cheeks asked him what he was doing. And it was like, you're never going to shoot here. Like basically implying like you, you know, like you're like, if you shoot the fucking ball in a game, like you're out. And then like a week later, he said something. Mo Cheeks said something to Matt Barnes and Matt Barnes, like tried to beat the shit out of him. And Chris Webber had to like basically drag him away. And so, uh, then, then he went. Yo, no, he, he did went not. To the not Warriors. Fuck he went to those We Believe Warriors, and he 
was Don Nelson was coaching him, and he like Don Nelson kind of, you know was always a player's coach, like sort of gave a lot of freedom to his players and that kind of thing. And they were playing the 76ers, and Matt Barnes was like, "Look, man, I fucking hate this guy. I just I hate Mo Cheeks. Like we got to win this game." And Don Nelson basically told him like, "Do whatever you want." He hit like six threes, went off for like twenty eight. <laughs> Look at Mo Cheeks every time he hit a basket. <laughs> That's amazing. I I love I love love Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is like top five mm-hmm. all scary team NBA. Like one of the guys who I mean, like tried to kill Derek. If I'm in a, if I'm like in a dark yes. alley. Tr- Derek yeah, Fisher, Derek Fisher was giving it. Matt Barnes his ex-wife. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he was porking. I, what do you mean? They were getting hamburgers, uh, putting, and in and out. I mean, inside food out here. her uh, vagina, and he was putting it in and taking it out and putting it in and taking it out. That's why they call it the old in and out, Jay. Someday you'll learn. One day. Yeah, Not this like time. for babies, like for babies. They were they were making babies. What? <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> yo, no, really though, like Matt Barnes, who who is on your like. All, like starting five all scary guys NBA team. Matt Barnes is definitely. On I my got team. Matt Run Barnes is in it. Run our test. Stephen Jackson. Yeah, Stephen uh, Jackson. Dennis Rodman. And <laughs> let's see, Stephen Rodman. I'm not. No, I feel like Dennis Rodman is the guy that like bit. he's gonna like hit like if he, if if he's like gotta have a teammate's back like he'll step to you. But Dennis Rodman isn't gonna like come yeah. after you. Like That's I, true. I'm afraid that if I ooh, ooh. Matt Barnes replace in a, in a Dennis Rodman with and Matt Barnes in a bad mood, your boy's dead. Yeah, I put Isaiah Thomas, Detroit Pistons. Yeah, exactly. Isaiah Thomas in there. Like he's a crazy person. He choked out his own coach just Ten? because his coach had to ask him a question. Yeah, uh, mine. I was gonna go with Latrell Sprewell as one. Oh, there you go. There we go. Yeah. When you threw choked mm-hmm. his coach, I was That's like, "Oh, great! One. This is a good se- segue into what I'm about to say." <laughs> yeah. No uh, and I had one more, and I just, I just completely forgot. Uh, I just completely forgot who it was. Oh, uh, Javaris Crittenton. Oh, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody who's? Ooh, oh, and one. Uh, another one, Martellus. Good one. Good one. So like two guys that good like one. just two. Guys I think I go Kenya Martin. Kenya Martin's good one. Kenya Martin's like yeah, all, that's true. Top five all scary guys. I go Kenya, Kenyon, Martin. I'll go. Are you afraid of these guys? Just Matt Barnes. Be honest. Are you being racist? <laughs> Everybody in the NBA is black. These are the scariest of the black guys in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> so Kenya Martin. I'll go Matt Barnes. I'll go. Ooh, 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 ooh. I just realized I want to get rid of Isaiah recently? Thomas. What about Zach Randolph? One. Oh, that's a perfect segue for me. So I was going to say Zach Randolph, but like, but hello, guys. Oh, Rasheed Tony Wallace. Allen. Duh. I was going to say Tony Allen. I was going to say Tony Allen, but I felt like. I felt like Tony Allen sort of falls under the Dennis Rodman thing where it's like he's not going to attack you unless you do something and then you're dead. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I Tony Allen is 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 hood as fuck. 
Like so hood. We <laughs> we good? Maybe. I think we okay? so. Are we not? Don't hear me? say we're not okay. Right at the end, it seems like. No, he's Are we moving. good? Yeah. We'll I can hear you fine, Ted. There he is. Yeah, we hear you. There yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I would like we to point you. out. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Can you hear me Rasheed now? Rasheed Wallace is I'm in there, saying, too. I know, yes, but I, I can feel hear like you. it's delayed. Is it delayed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I can hear you. So delayed. Oh, I mean, no, maybe. I, mean, I don't know how long I don't know what you're hearing. Talking. I hear you. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's so delayed. You guys are responding oh, to God. shit that I said like 10 seconds ago. I hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, God. Because bad Why things does this happen, happen to, to good people. Oh, cool. That was a much faster you're response, not, so maybe we're catching up. You're not catching up. You just said <laughs> we're catching up, and you're not. <laughs> Oh god damn it! Wait, not at all. Like not even a little what bit. What is the last word that I just said? What is the last word I just said? Is it yes, the we're last, back. We're live. Yeah, yeah, the last word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, Wait, you guys were like so responding to shit stupid. that I was saying, and I was like, Sorry. no, I'm like you're responding to stuff I said ten seconds ago. <laughs> Because, like, I kept saying, can you hear me? And you were like, yes, we can hear you. Oh and then five God. seconds later, you'd be like, "I yeah, we said we can hear you. <laughs> you know what? Hey, look, this is part of the well, listening experience. Um, if you don't enjoy this, this is hilarious. Yeah. In my opinion. Look, man, we're just three guys. It's not like we do this. We're not professionals. Here. We're three I guys agree. that do a podcast for fun. And No. Yeah, I'm in my bedroom. I'm in my bedroom. What? I'm in Nikki's bedroom. Um, Kenya Martin. <laughs> what if I just walked off screen uh, and there's like five seconds and all of a sudden I just opened the door behind <laughs> <laughs> oh, the greatest, The greatest magic trick ever. Uh that you got to work that out with Bob one time. You just like walk off screen, text him, be like, go. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, we are. You're so stupid. Anyway, anyways, yup. Let's move. Let's move on before this thing crashes. Okay, the We Believe Warriors—they were so scary. fun. Um, Very next, much. I want to talk about super scary. Um, next, I want to talk about the Sun Spurs. Very heated playoff series, as you guys may remember. Robert Ori hip checked Mister Steve Nash into the uh, scorers table. He says that he was trying to take a charge, and he got there late. That was a... I mean, come on, man. That, that, was, a, that was a football play. Um, oh, that was blatant. Yeah. Good blatant. tackle. Now, here's the, big, here's the big controversy. The big controversy is because of this dirty play by Robert Ory, um, Amari Stoudemire and Boris Diaw both left the bench. They say to go pick up Steve Nash off the ground, but who really knows? Um, it definitely looks at like that when you watch the tape, um, but they both got suspended for game five, which ultimately led to a game five loss and basically led to uh, potential. I mean, you could argue Phoenix losing that series and then the Spurs going on to win the championship. Many people believe that had this not happened, 
this would have been the one and only season where the Suns would have won the championship, um, especially when you look at that Cleveland team that we'll talk about here in a second. Do you guys feel yeah, that I way think, yourselves the about this Phoenix series. Suns team and the outcome of that series? Too, yeah. I mean, so for the listeners, at the time, the series was 2-2. Uh, or no, 2-1. So it was 2-1. No. Was it 2-1 Spurs or 2-1 Suns one at the time? Sons. Uh, Dude, that is so blatant. I can't quit watching it. Oh, are you watching it? <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's it's really bad. Um, I mean, like a like a nasty hip check. And they, I'm granted these these two teams have he been playing throws each other his in the playoff, fucking like, shoulder out seasons up to this like, point. He's sliding over. He's clearly not going to get there, and he literally oh, for sure. goes and follows through. I mean, it's so blatant. Oh, it's it, it was a two oh, yeah. one Spurs. Yeah, the Suns win game four. Um, at the time, Sotomayor scored twenty six points in that game. He's the leading scorer, but he got kicked out of the game. I and think. Then the I next think. Game, oh, he crushed the Spurs one eighty eight eighty five. I think they. I think they outrun and outpace yeah. the Spurs in the rest of the series. With uh, if 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 Dia and, uh, and yeah, because Sotomayor play. Yeah, that's in my yeah. opinion. It's correct. Well, because like at this point, it's so opinion. it's it's two one Spurs. <laughs> if the Suns win. The <laughs> Suns win game four. If if Amari and Boris Diaw don't get suspended in game four, they go back to Phoenix for game five with the momentum of winning this game. Um, and, and we may be looking at a very, very different... I mean, to Tad's point, they were faster. They were more athletic. Um, they were just, just all around, like, really kind of giving it to the Spurs in this series. Yeah. And ultimately, the Spurs came out on top, but... Yeah, man, this is a hotly, hotly debated suspension because it really changed the trajectory of this Phoenix team for the worst. Like it was the only team that they really had a chance because the Eastern Conference yeah. was, was at its all time low this year. If Phoenix beats them, they would play the Jazz. Next. Pur- let's for all intents and purposes say that Phoenix wins this series and they go on to win a title. Does that dramatically shift the landscape of the NBA? Does it completely change where we are today? So it's interesting that you say that because so the NBA is like a it's a it's a mimicry type league, right? If a team wins the Warriors win a championship with the 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 line the death lineup, Correct. everybody wants that's, to create that's their why, own that's, version that's of the death That's why that's what I'm saying. Nobody like, ever adopted the, the Suns thing because it was like it was Mike like can the Suns really win? So, but here's the thing. The Suns, their team was so influential 100%. to the evolution of NBA offenses that, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It might have happened. I truly don't faster think there's than much it, of a it ended up. It ended up happening. I actually, especially because this is a blip year. This is the Spurs winning, and then the next thing you know, the Spurs aren't aren't on top anymore. So this was been a blip year. The Suns would have won instead of the Spurs. I still think everybody would have understood like the way that that team works is the future of basketball because they did anyways and they didn't even win. Like, yeah, I mean, what's what's interesting is like, well, what's really funny about this is like a couple years later when the Spurs beat the Heat, they basically stole this exact style. Like, you've got this like small ball five in Boris Dia who coincidentally got yeah. thrown out of this game. For the Suns, and they're basically running this like Sick. spread offense with Boris Diaw basically playing like a point center, and that they basically like they stole the offense from the Suns. I mean, not stole, right? It's yeah. just the evolution of NBA offenses. But like, I, I think that it probably would have sped up the process of people basically 
copying the Suns system because that's one of those things where it's like you know like with the Warriors right Charles Barkley was always like ah you can't win uh, championships with teams that only shoot jump shots and then they proved it wrong and now everybody's yeah. shooting jump shots where like with the Suns it was kind of the same thing which is like ah they shoot too much they run too much like you may not be able to win with this team and like that was proven right because they never did but that ended up becoming the evolution of the game anyway so it's really interesting to think like they were influential despite not winning but like how much of a drastic impact would that have had on like upcoming drafts and like uh, uh, uh free agency and all these different ways that like players move around and team offenses are constructed it's 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 an interesting saying, question I, it's, just, it's because like they didn't win like they yeah. won they won games but like they didn't win the whole damn thing so yes, I agree with you, but I also think that if they'd have won a championship, more teams would have adopted that. But what I, I think ultimately it, it ended up being was like, oh, like it's nice, they run, they score a lot of points, but they don't play any fucking defense, and you can't win a title playing that way, so no teams adopted it. Don't get me wrong, I am well aware of that the six seconds or less yeah. Suns were the yeah. catalyst to the modern yeah. NBA offense, but... Seven, yeah, seven seconds. You gave, you gave them a second. <laughs> I miss six, six seconds I or less. Say, I always say six seconds or less. This was also the series where Steve Nash broke his oh, nose. Yeah. Mm, real yeah. that. Like real, real nasty. I uh I watched the clips earlier today and it's uh it's towards the end of the game and like fucking shout out to Steve Nash, dude. Like playing with this like hockey st- player mentality of like fucking stitch up my nose, we're gonna fucking go back Saturday. in. Like at yeah. one point he tries to run into the game. He tries to run into the game without Mike D'Antoni subbing him in, but the referees had to pull him off because he was bleeding so much. And he had to go back on, like wash his nose, and he ends up winning the game. Like they were down. He comes back in with like, I don't know, forty six seconds left and he ends up leading them to victory. Like fuck Steve Nash, like he gets a he gets a good amount of respect. And like his MVPs are maybe questionable. This season was no, no, definitely the last two seasons. Well, this was not his MVP season, the prior season was. The prior season was, but like, God damn it, man! I mean, he's got to be. Yes. Is he a top yes. five yes. point guard all time? Yes. Maybe not. Be, actually, Magic, I, 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 Magic I, I Isaiah, list them. And this is from the guy who who made some comments about him potentially being overrated I, and not overrated, but like having some undeserved MVPs. So yeah, I I think it would be Magic. Yeah, I would say Magic, Isaiah, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, and um. Wait, yeah, and Steve Nash, yeah, and Steve Nash. I'm not against that. Hmm. I probably go Oscar oh, Robertson. The, I was no, way. Magic. Robertson. no way, no way. I, I I think Magic is above Oscar Robertson. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Oh, now I want to be clear. I'm no. just listing off names. I'm not saying in any particular order. I'm just saying Oscar Robertson's top five. Like you go Oscar, Magic, Steph, and then Chris Paul, and then. It's either Isaiah or... That last or, one's tricky, or, man. Oh, You've got fuck, Stockton, Stockton. You've got Isaiah. Oh, wait. I might have to, I think I put Stockton There's instead of Isaiah. So I get rid of Steve Nash and Isaiah. And Where's I Chris put, Paul? He's in there for me. I put Stockton and he's, he's uh, know, like, Oscar where, Robertson. Like, where he... Where's Mark Jackson? He might be like fourth. Definitely not top five. He's the not a Hall of Famer. time assist guy. I don't care. He's not a Hall of Famer. That's kind of insane. That is wild. That he's not a Hall of Famer. He should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, it is, but he's he's not. 
He's absolutely not. He is, uh, he's, he is third or fourth all time in assists. He is one behind Steve Nash. One assist. <laughs> Steve Nash with his broken ass body in LA went out and like so, got one last dive and was like, I did it. I did it. Fell over, <laughs> collapsed on the court. <laughs> Mama, I did it. Take oh, me off to Saskatchewan. Man. And he Anywho, said, Mama, I did um, it. Mark Jackson was over there going. That was Mama, a fun that, that was a fun series. Mama, there goes that man. There goes that man again. All right, last topic of the night so that our computers don't crash on us and we have to start all over again. Um, this was LeBron's first finals. They made it to the finals with... Destroyed. They got destroyed. Just destroyed. Yep. Four games to Hey, nil. can I read you guys some fun destroyed little stats? Destroyed by the Spurs, but this was LeBron's Here's first the top taste. three players of the... The Spurs. Number one, Tony Parker, who averaged 24 and a half, five rebounds, 3.3. Then Tim Duncan averaging 18.3, 11.5, 3.8, with 1.3 steals and 2.3 blocks. And then Manu Ginobili averaging 17.8, 5.8, 2.5, with 1.3 steals. Here's the top three players that played for the Cavaliers. LeBron James, 22 points, seven rebounds, 6.8 assists, one steal, and a half a block. Drew Gooden. 12.8 points, 8.3 rebounds, 0.3 assists, 0.3 steals, 0.5 blocks. Daniel Gibson, 10.8 points, 1.8 rebound, 2.5 assists, 1.5 steals. Not a single block. God damn, Daniel Gibson, that was the a player that I loved at Texas. Daniel Gibson I, was like 5'10". I mean, he was solid terrible. for the Cavs, but like, you know, he was yeah, so not tiny. a big guy. I want to go, so <laughs> I want to read, here's here's one thing I will say. We've had a lot of conversations. I, I heard, so Chuck Klosterman the other day on the Bill Simmons podcast made a really, really, he he he, he talked about, about how the Michael LeBron comparison in a way, yeah, exactly, it was second after that, but he, he, he broke it down like this, and it was the first time that I heard it this way, and it, like, I can't stop thinking about it. So what he said was, Michael Michael fans and LeBron fans think that they're having the same argument, but they're actually having two different arguments. The argument that they think that they're making is my guy is the greatest player in NBA history. Whereas what the argument really is, is the argument of LeBron fans believe that LeBron is the greatest basketball player ever. And Michael fans believe that he is the greatest player in NBA history. Those two sides think they're having the same argument, but they're actually having very different arguments. And what he meant by that was LeBron, to some extent, you could argue was better is better at basketball, the game, than Michael Jordan. Like across the board in all Except facets, for one facet. There's a case to be made that LeBron is a better winning. Which is Michael Jordan won. That's not my point. I'm talking about I'm talking about playing. This is the point, though. Now you're you're actually feeding into my point, which is LeBron. You could argue is a better basketball player, player better at playing basketball. But Michael Jordan is the best basketball player yeah. in NBA history. It does. Does that make sense? I don't agree yeah. with it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. I listen. I don't. I don't say that. I don't say that. I did. I don't say that. I don't know that I agree with it wholeheartedly. But he really. He, it was a really good point because it's like LeBron fans are like LeBron's just better at basketball. Like there's no way to there's no way to argue. And it's just like that's not really the argument. You're arguing something different. What we're arguing is he's like he's better at basketball. Sure. Like maybe you could argue that. Like he definitely impacts more aspects of the game than Michael did. If you look at like 
comparison by comparison. Like both of them impacted the defensive end. Both of them impacted scoring. Although Mike, Michael probably takes yeah, that. So probably take the category. Defensive. But like LeBron was better at maybe yeah. Well, so. uh, yeah, probably barely. Um, only yeah. slightly though. LeBron early on in his career was like t- like all defense, like great. But like LeBron was a better playmaker, better pl- better passer, better teammate. By the way, um, more liked by his teammates, better family person. By the way, um, like somebody the other day. No, I'm saying, but like as a as a dude, right? But regardless, like better passer, like better passer than Michael. Michael Jordan's underrated passer, but like LeBron's a better passer. Um, the rebounding thing's tough because like LeBron's six eight and you know Michael six six, but like it's 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 definitely in LeBron's favor. Um, and like athletically, there's never been a better athlete in the history of basketball than LeBron James. Um, but then there's Michael; it's the greatest basketball yeah, I think- ever. It was an interesting. It was an interesting case. I think. I, I it think it's because like Michael won at the end of the day. I mean, yes, when he won, he had better players, and yeah. LeBron James has won with better players. But at the same time, LeBron James has lost with better players. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. That being said, oh, yeah. th- there isn't a good person on this damn team. This team's terrible. Well, th- I brought that all up to say, like, when you look at these Cleveland teams in LeBron's career, I feel so bad for him they had the worst front office for his in the entire beginning of his career before he goes to miami like the worst some of the worst trades they won free agent signings games. like draft picks i mean t- I, again i'm not saying that lebron won 66 games this these none of these teams were 66 you know they could you know they could have allegedly lebron amari but they weren't willing to give up jj hickson <laughs> Oh, I remember that. JJ. Who kind of looked like a, a miniature Amari. God. Like, he kind of, his like, game was kind of similar. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. why would we give up this guy when we don't have to? Yeah. And we could get, we could get, we could get, we get, we Right. Get, we have like, we, we have like a Antoine fraction of the player. Oh, yes. Yo, Twan had some good years. <laughs> Which, uh, again, like, they pick up guys like Drew Gooden, Antoine Jameson, but, uh, fucking Ben Wallace at one point. They bring Shaq over. Like, that's going to do something. It's just like, the, the 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 executive team yeah, of the Danny, Cavs Danny in LeBron's early years was nah. horrid, just horrid. I mean, this roster. I mean, Nikki said everything he had to say. The second leading scorer yeah, was Drew, Drew Gooden. Gooden. I, Drew, look, man, I, I, Drew I get Gooden. it. I want to say one thing. Um, you know, everybody always does the thing where, like, oh, you know, Michael Jordan played against janitors. You know, he like, you know, they they talk about. The quality of competition and the athleticism and shit. Motherfuckers, if you're going to sit there and stand Kobe Bryant, who I love, great player, great player in the modern game, then you have to understand that Michael Jordan would have also been super good in today's game. Just as good, if not better, than he was in the 90s. Well, and also, like, the, the whole, like, competition that michael played against argument is like <sighs> towards the latter portion of career his career yeah the, the league expanded so the talent pool got worse i'm not gonna argue that but the best players in the league at that point in time were top five all time yeah. all positions, time all time type michael guys. ran through gauntlets all to time. get to the like, to, to get to his, the finals throughout michael's career that's what i'm saying there are there are three guys Three centers from that period who are top five, probably top seven, 
if you include David Michael, Robinson. Michael won against top like, NBA players top, of all time. Like top yeah. NBA, not even just top at their position. That's but what just I'm saying. Top players of 50 all greatest players time. of all time. And that's who he had to beat. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at the 90s, if you look at the 90s when Michael played, and you take the guys from that period, there are, like, all the best players during that period are, one, top 50 players of all time, probably top mm-hmm. 30 players of all time in a lot of cases. Like, d- like David Robinson, Hakeem, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Scotty Magic Pippen. Johnson, Larry Bird, well, Isaiah Thomas. So that doesn't really count. You know? Shaquille O'Neal. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Shaq, like Penny. I mean, yeah, the list goes on and on all the time. I'm saying like that's Shaq and Penny. Yeah, that's team. what I'm saying. No, but but still, at that point in time, like I mean, you're, I mean, Alon- you're going through Alonzo like, Mourning, Gary Johnson, the Gauntlet. Yep, Gary Payton. That's John I mean, it's, 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 it's it's maddening. John Stockton, like, Carl Malone, dude, Kev, Kevin, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. I mean, the I mean, list goes on and on, man. Dan Marley, you know, like Tim Hardaway, fucking Chris Mullins. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, he went through Chris Webber and Juan Howard and Rasheed Wallace. Frankly, I mean, let me, it really is. I just wanted to bring up all those players. It took LeBron going to Miami to play with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to get through Paul Pierce, Ray Allen and KG at, in the twilight of their careers. Yep. Exactly. Ex- and and to beat Tim and Duncan to lose at to the Dirk Twilight. To be fair, Tim Duncan was, you know, they did have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was at like the top of his defensive game at that point. True, but it was it was uh yeah, yeah, definitely towards the last championship season there, like when they beat them and then they disbanded the Heat, but like early on that the was early Kawhi. Down that was in the corner. Kawhi. Bang. Mhm. I'm about I to. I haven't rewatched that I yet. I was just I gotta, thinking about I, it. I was going to actually you like guys about how insane I it found is to myself me that, that was as long ago as it was. Yeah, I know it's the crazy. Heatles was I've been, forever. I've been like, I mean, fucking like, Dwayne. Now with all this last dance, dance. Yep, it really was. Chris Bosh. Yeah. We were talking about that last week. It's like dead. it's crazy to think that like like could have yeah, been yeah, Yankee playing. Yeah, that's not great. Not great. Yeah, it's um. After all this last dance stuff, like I find myself wanting to watch some more Same. Le- like Same. early LeBron. Like I've actually been watching a lot more LeBron games recently. Yeah. I just wanna like just wanna see it. Like I wanna rewatch some of the games from that 2013 season, which people say is probably his best season ever. Like, and honestly, I don't disagree with like I'm actually I don't think LeBron gets enough credit for those later heat seasons because Dwayne Wade was really Dwayne only Wade, great but the for thing that is Dwayne season. Dwayne Wade was great. Like in the, the second season he was solid. He wasn't great yeah. during the regular season. Let me say this That's too. That's true. That's true. One of the best but he was a I've shell of himself. I watched it actually just the end. other day. It was the 2008 or 2009, excuse me, I think Eastern Conference Finals. Potentially it might not, I might I think it was the Conference Finals. He hits like a 40-footer against Orlando to send to win the game. Like just catches the ball like maybe it's probably a thir- it's probably a 30-footer. He catches the ball in the inbound, turns, and his like body is still half turned, and he just fires it at the basket and hits it to win the game. And he scored. The oh, I do the remember game. that one. Super. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a memory that's burned is burned into my brain because, like, I you know, for Orlando, but like, uh, yeah, like just incredible. Yeah. So I, I also want to I want to watch more young LeBron. 
Yeah, I do too. And fortunately, we're going to be able to do so because mm-hmm. it's only 2006, 2007, guys. Um, anything else we want to really talk this about season, for this season? Not really season, but just a quick anything thing else? I want to mention. Can we talk about the fact that fudge is maybe the perhaps the most overrated dessert of all time? Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about fudge. Wow. Fudge is kind of overrated. trash. Oh, I love it's it. the it's thing is when I bite into a bar of fudge, um, like the consistency's all wrong. Like I, I'm expecting to bite into something with some substance, but it's just gooey. It's all goo. <laughs> well, this is this I, I is just, why you come I wanted to, this to say I saw everybody. it on somebody's Instagram big, story. Big fudge over I wanted here. To talk about it, okay? I've got a forum here. Wow. You know what? You bring it. You're bringing the hard. You're bringing the hot takes. I respect it. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, all yeah, right, boys. Get me well, the fuck out of here. You can follow me on Twitter at TadHall underscore. I love every single one of you that listens to this episode. I promise that. But after, er, er, like, these episodes, the show, I should say. But after trying to do this three fucking times and going through what we went through in the middle of this episode, I want to be done. Please listen. Yeah, I, I promise that. it's worth it. Follow me on Twitter, TadHall underscore. Actually, you can also follow me on Instagram at Tad.Hall. Uh, your boy is rebranding, so some better content coming rather than just picks me and my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, follow me. <laughs> follow nobody, me at nobody wants that bullshit. And you can follow me at J underscore Kilas on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, please don't forget to give the podcast a five star rating and review if you've been a long time listener. We'd greatly appreciate it. We want people to follow the, uh, us, and we want them to follow the series that we're doing. Um, again, don't forget we are doing the uh, support Chicago bars bracket this week is logan square wicker park to date we have raised over seventeen thousand dollars for chicago bars we are continuing to do so we would love to see ourselves get up to like 50 by the end of this but we'll see what happens uh the loop definitely let us down but wicker park and logan are coming on strong all right well for tad for nikki for jay this has been nba